coaches can eject home plate umpires for the bad calls of balls and strikes. <laughs> you are locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Stacy? Hey, what's up, everybody? Our last episode of the first month of 2024. Crazy. That means if you're watching this one day after it releases, pitchers and catchers this month. Uh, thanks for clicking on the show today, guys. We have some interesting stuff to talk about. There were a couple of minor moves the Yankees made. We're going to do that much later on in the show. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Greg Allen a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about the Matt Gage claim and the uh, Diego Castillo DFA. That's much later on in the show. As a prerequisite for this episode, if you're just clicking on this one without having watched our previous episode, Stacy and I talked about our proposed MLB rule changes, realistic and ridiculous. That is linked in the episode description if you want to check that out first. I encourage that so you can kind of get a gauge of where we're at when we're talking about this. But we have a bunch of comments from you guys. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of the uh, kind of de facto producer side uh, <laughs> and getting us something to talk about. Stacy, you haven't seen any of these. I have seen all of them. Obviously I pull them all, uh, <laughs> but I read all your comments and we picked our favorites from ridiculous to realistic. We'll start with the realistic stuff. Stacy, let's just go ahead and jump right into them here today. This first one is coming from MBO Dale saying, this is serious and not ridiculous. In my opinion, I think it's about time that umpires did a better job on calling the check swing a strike or a ball. Why not have a designated umpire in the stadium who monitors this through the use of camera technology? Now, if you wanted to make this ridiculous, how about after each check swing, the plate would flash either green or red, depending on whether it was a ball or strike. Thank you for your comment. Stacy. a designated umpire, kind of like a linesman in hockey, like checking for check swings. Like this is actually a pretty damn good idea. Like I actually really actually like this. <laughs> The, it is. <laughs> the, thing, the thing here, though, I, I was thinking, like, as I was reading it, uh, when I first read it, I was like, we kind of already have this. It's just the onus isn't on these umpires to actually, like, make that role. But, yes, like, having someone sitting in a booth, camera on, whose own sole purpose is to review that. Like, I'm not ter I'm not that mad because, like, check swings are kind of an issue. Obviously, it's a smaller issue, but, like, it, it does kind of get a little hairy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then that would give the uh, first and third base umps less to do because they wouldn't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> yeah. And obviously a better angle. Yes. A much better angle. Because like, yes. yes, OK, if you've ever stood at first base and you're trying to monitor a check swing, you could probably tell. But like it's not it's not as clear cut as when we get the camera angle at home. Right. Right. So like, right. I don't know. I don't, I don't hate this. And even like the plate flashing green or red, I don't think that's an awful decision just like. <laughs> in general for yeah. that either like or if there were some sort of light next to balls and strikes like boom yes he went mo he didn't go like that type of thing mm -hmm. i'm like straight up for this i don't hate this at all yeah i don't either a good idea 
Yeah, this is a great idea. Where, where are you at with check swings just in general? Like, does that bother you? Because, it, again, it's a, a little bit of a smaller problem. It's not something we see every game. Yeah, but it's it's a small problem that's a big problem when it crops up. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, you know, it almost seems like in some cases, are the umps actually paying attention here? Because uh, there were some egregiously bad check swing calls in the past couple of years where you're just like, <laughs> were they even looking? Did they just guess on that? Like, I don't know. I don't mind the uh, extra eyes on the check swing because uh, although that might lead to fewer uh, Aaron Boone ejections, maybe if like something goes, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. he might not have a reason to get ejected. So or he might lose a reason to get ejected. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, and also as a uh, a labor perspective, that's 15 more major league jobs a night. Yeah. So that's good. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for your, your suggestion. I <laughs> legitimately I was like, I really like this idea. <laughs> um, all right. This next one is coming from Rikini X 17. Uh, number one, automated, automated strike zone. Yes, we all know. Uh, number two, entertainment at the stadium needs an overhaul. Pre-game mm. is boring. Between innings is boring. Post-game is non-existent. Take a page from Japan's playbook and make the trip to the stadium something really extraordinary. Of course, this varies from team to team, but production value across the board could be improved. Uh, thank you for this one. Not necessarily a rule change, but just a baseball proposal. I'm on board with this one too, Stace. Like, I yeah. agree. Teams are starting to take note uh, at least a little bit and trying to be a little more engaging, which I totally appreciate. Uh, obviously, if you've been to a minor league game, that's dialed up to 30 uh, <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, but yeah, at the major league front, Stacey, yeah, like going to the ballpark, the ballpark experience, especially as it gets more and more expensive for people. Um, the game is obviously quicker and things are, are good there. But yeah, you're, you're the bang for the buck. Uh, in some ballparks isn't necessarily there, especially when you consider how other countries do it. One of the most fun I've ever had after a Yankee game happened way back in 1985, 86. It was the 4th of July game. They did fireworks and then they had a concert with Jerry Lee Lewis and Chubby Checker. <laughs> and it was the most fun ever. People, everyone stayed behind watched the fireworks, then watched the concert be put on. And we were sitting in the upper deck. We all lined the old stadium from left field to right field. And we're doing like rocket kicks, like <laughs> kicks in the air to the music. And we just had the best time. And they don't do stuff like that anymore. Like anytime there's a concert at the stadium, it's when the Yankees aren't playing. And, you know, the in-between innings things, you know, like the quizzes and stuff, eh, whatever. I feel like, yeah, Japan really does it well when oh, you see the clips. It. Yeah, it's, I mean, maybe not to that extreme, but some stadiums need to make it a little more fun to want to spend all that money at the baseball game. I think baseball fans have become privy to how other countries do it because of the World Baseball Classic. Mm. You're now seeing it, right? We saw how it was done in Korea, how it was done in Japan last year. Uh, obviously, the Latin American countries as well. I know Mexico does a great job with the Mexican League, uh, both uh, you know, over the winter, over the summer. It's exciting. It's exciting stuff. They got the bands out there. They got the drums. They got the, you know, whatever, horns and all that kind of stuff. And it's exciting and it's fun. And yeah, to, to this person's point, like they're saying, yeah, it's kind of the you know, varies team to team. Some teams are better than others. But yeah, I think across the board, Major League Baseball could kind of start to do a little bit better. I mean, you think about the NBA, you go to a basketball game. 
and, and you're getting, you know, you're getting the, the half court shot and, and then the Laker girls come out and like, you know, there's, there's stuff, there's stuff to do and, and baseball doesn't necessarily have that. Obviously they have a lot less time to do it. They have a minute True. and 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, but like I said before, minor league baseball figures a way to do it. So major league baseball can get better. They definitely can get better at it. Uh, thank you for your comment. We have one more here on the real side, the realistic side. This one's coming from uh, a tried and true Stacy. Let's go Yanks checking in saying real fact, real fix. I'm not going to name teams, but we know who they are. So many luxury tax dollars are spread out. I want accountability for the teams that receive those dollars. Don't tell me it goes to scouting or international, blah, blah, blah. I want an open source spreadsheet of luxury tax dollars received and spent. The rest of your budget is your own business thank you let's go yanks coming in with the fire uh i was interested in this first stacy i wanted to get this out because i was i never consider this where does that luxury tax money go i was like where, where does that go um <laughs> i found this this is coming from reuters uh that was uh, uh an article that came out this past december that said the tax money is used to fund player benefits the first 3.5 million dollars and players' individual retirement accounts, 50% of the remainder. The other 50% of the remainder goes to a supplemental commissioner's discretionary fund intended to be given to certain teams receiving revenue-sharing money. So that's where the money ends up going, according to Reuters. Uh, Stacy, does, does Major League Baseball need to make a Google Doc uh, that says <laughs> where John Fisher spends his money in Oakland or wherever else? I don't know, but there needs to be something because – it feels like some of these teams are just taking money and not caring about anything else. Like they don't do anything to make the teams better. <laughs> it seems ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know about a Google doc, but something needs to, you know, happen there. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's tax things that you have to disclose and all that kind of thing. But for the most part, we don't really see, um, or at least like this is let's admittedly you're watching this on January 31st about rule changes in yeah. baseball. Maybe you're a bit of a baseball fanatic watching this or <laughs> yeah. listening to this. Uh, so let's let's remember like who would be paying attention to something like that. It's us. It's right. us. The the baseball freaks out there that can't get enough of this stuff. Uh, so yeah, for the for the layman, the person who's going on a Friday night to the ballpark to have a beer and a dog and and hang out with their friends and maybe cheer when the ball leaves the yard, they don't care where the money is going. But yeah, I mean for for transparency purposes yeah i mean I, I i'm all in favor of fans getting more information like yeah. if, if there's one thing we know about baseball is fans love getting info right and knowing stats and knowing everything about it um the game just kind of breeds that so yeah i'm not gonna say i'm in uh, against this at all like more more transparency man i i because something feels like something needs to be done here i i feel like it's getting worse mm -hmm. it is yep what a way to end on the realistic stuff. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for your comments. We're not done. We have a whole bunch more coming up next. Your ridiculous proposals when we come back. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I love everything about Super Bowl Sunday. I've been going to my friend Matt's house for the past, oh, I don't know, 15 years, and we watch the game, we rate the commercials, we make tons of food. It's just a lot of fun. You know what I also love? I also love parlays because those are fun bets to make. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a 
W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Back now on Locked On Yankees. Hey, everydayers, don't forget we are Monday, Wednesday, Friday right now. Breaking news. We're going to five days a week next week. Starting Monday, back to five days a week. Barely felt like we didn't yeah, do that. Yeah. Just it's, uh, the, the off season, as long as it's felt, now that we're almost at the end, it feels like it flew by. It's really a weird feeling. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've been talking about the Yankees every day of my life for the past year. Kind of because I have. You have. Yes, we're almost there. A little bit. We're almost there. Yeah. Yeah, we're just about there, huh? About our almost our anniversary together. Yeah. Very fun. Mm-hmm. How cute. Uh, okay. Uh, but of course, regardless, check out Locked On Sports Today, 24-7 streaming YouTube channel. Top stories, top sports every day, especially football coverage right now. You got to go check it out. And uh, with March Madness around the corner. All right, Stace, uh, some ridiculous rule changes we wanted to get to. These, again, are coming from our YouTube comments. Thank you guys so much. For all of them, our first one on the ridiculous side is coming from Casey Coutreau, 7050, saying coaches can eject home plate umpires for the bad calls of balls and strikes. (laughs) Okay, that would be funny. (laughs) That would happen a lot, though. (laughs) So, yeah, let's let's take this ridiculous proposal and try to find a way to make it realistic. Right. Okay. (laughs) What's what's the number? Do, I I think every team gets one a year. You okay. get one chance. Yeah. To like Doug Eddings, you're gone. Yeah. And you bring in whoever out. Like you bring right. the first base one. Like that that's the thing is you, you don't you maybe you don't get to choose the replacement. Maybe the person who's being kicked out chooses the replacement. Something really wacky. Yeah, and you have to time it because, you know, teams know which umpires have problems behind the plate. I mean, most people who watch baseball know which umpires don't do well behind the plate. So giving a team one a year, (laughs) you know, because you can like go through the ump cycle and try and figure this out and figure out maybe toward the end of the season when the games mean more, if you're closer to the playoffs and you can't have shenanigans happening behind the plate and someone's there and you can go, yeah, when does Ben Boone use it? Right. It's got to be on Laz, right? Yeah. Oh, it would be, yes. Um, I think Laz Diaz would be the number one. Yeah. Um, possibly C.B. Buckner, because he's not great back there either. Um, Angel Hernandez has more Angel, trouble. Yeah. yeah, he has more trouble, though, on the bases than he does behind the plate. Not that he's great behind the plate, but he really I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> yeah, no. oranges, dude. Yeah, oh, but uh, he seems like to have this. more trouble on the, on the bases. <laughs> And I would love if, like, to go back to the other comment on the the um, the festivities of the ballpark, if it just, like, WWE style just lights off and it's just, like, <laughs> spotlighted home plate, Aaron Boone, like, points, and then he just, like, tosses him out. 
Oh my god. And then he has to like walk a shame, take the mask off and walk and everyone like chants and like Yeah. And like not even to the dugout. Like there's a special exit between like oh, uh, yes. the foul pole and and the third base side or the first base side of the uh, uh the dugout where he has to go in and everyone gets to boo him cuz he did such a bad Retro job. No, I got it. Retrofit every ballpark with like <laughs> like a like a a platform that just sucks them down like like Willy Wonka style just like and the Oompa Loompas come out they stand on the dugouts and they sing and like you know, Baruch Salt falling through the uh the egg uh monitor thing just do it all. I want to see it all and every every ballpark has to do something when the umpire gets ejected and it'd be awesome I would love it I would love that he's a bad egg boom right Boom. Through the yeah food. there you go yes tastes yeah. like snozberries <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, Casey, for your uh, for your comment. Our next one is coming from Danny Wagner, 4382. Ridiculous. Two lineups each game. One went on defense and one for when you're batting. So you have your best defensive lineup and your best offensive lineup. So, OK, so then. Um, like if you don't want Trent Grisham batting, but you want him in the yes, field. Yes, you want. Yes, I want him over Juan Soto. I want him over Alex Verdugo. Right, but then you want those other guys in the lineup because they hit that. that you know what? I like that. So essentially, everyone's a DH. <laughs> mm-hmm. So here's here's what gets crazy with like any proposed rule changes, and obviously this happens in a lot of sports, but it doesn't happen. It, it happens. It seems like it has a microscope when it comes to baseball. Mm. And I think it's because of how old it is. Right. Oh, yeah. The stats are wonky. Right. Right. For like ever. For like any time you want to make rule changes, stats get weird. Like especially something as ridiculous as this where you just have two separate lineups. <laughs> then you're just like, so so what? Just Greg Allen's never going to bat ever again. Trent Grisham's never going to bat ever again. Maybe they would make it where you can't do it all the time. Like one, like you can't have a guy do it all the time. Like he has to bat enough where yeah. he registers <laughs> yeah. stats, you know, kind of a thing. Qual like kind of how we do qualifying stats. Mm -hmm. Has to have enough ABs to yeah. qualify. Like to qualify. He, like he has to have at least one at bat a month. Yeah. Something like, like something, that. Like, something all right. Like that. But like then it gets to the, the the can of worms. You're like, okay, how good is he defensively? Where okay, I have to use him once a month. Is it worth it? Like, is he that good defensively, or is he that bad offensively? And mm. he hasn't come to the plate in three weeks now. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm that's a free out. Mm -hmm. I this is what I love about rule change stuff, or like especially these weird ones. Is yeah. like. The, the the game within the game of baseball just gets expanded and like exponentially grows. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Danny. Thank you so much. All right. Our last one here today, our last rule change is coming from uh, someone who commented on the other side too. Uh, Rakinix17 saying, uh, infield fly rule change. If an infield fly is called and the fielder does not catch the ball, the batter is not out. And all runners advance one base. Hmm. So this is just basically getting rid of the infield fly, right? Right. Basically. Because really, so. I mean, <laughs> infield fly is really just to protect double plays, intentional double plays when runners can't go anywhere. Like, that's the whole genesis of that idea. Yeah. 
how can we punch this up? Like, what hmm. makes this even more psychotic? <laughs> hmm. How about if you how about if you call an infield fly? Like you're you're willingly taking the out, but both runners advance or however many runners advance. Like, is it worth calling the infield fly to guarantee like you'd catch or not? They advance one base. So it's like a sack fly. Hmm. Just to make it like you you sure you want to call this, dude? You sure you're gonna go for it? Because <laughs> that's another one where it's like it's so insignificant, like it's such a small amount. Yeah. It's so rare. And no okay. one understands it. Yeah. I still you don't, don't understand. People, like, people wow. explain it to me 50 billion times and it just it kind of goes in my brain and then it leaves. Like I just like I'm like, what? I don't. Uh, yeah. Wow, no. What an it, admission. Yeah. No, I admit it. I, I made a TikTok about it. I, I admit it. I, I'll tell you right now. I mean, I just, I maybe don't know why. A, maybe this is a now a, an episode idea of uh, <laughs> baseball confessions. Ooh, that's we a good idea. With our baseball confessions. Like, I don't know what weighted runs created plus is. I'm sorry, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to admit it. I'm sorry. I get it. League average 100. It's over th you know, 130 is 30% better. I don't know what weighted yeah. runs. Uh, Aaron Judge in 2022 was like 211. <laughs> it's like his number was crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know how it's calculated, what it means. I don't know what is good. I don't know what is bad. And there, I, I admitted it. There you go. So you 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 get to admit yours. And now I, I admit mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've tried, I've Googled it and I'm just like, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't care. So whenever I see that, like in an article, I'm just like, all right, cool. <laughs> just keep scrolling. Uh, <laughs> drop your, drop your baseball confessions in the comment section. How about that? Uh, if you're too embarrassed to admit that, see, like, this is a safe space. So I just, it is. This is locked on, it's a locked on therapy session again. And I mean, if I could admit that I don't really get the infield fly rule, you could tell us anything. So there you go. There you go. I don't know what a pitch is. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to step aside. The Yankees did make a little bit of news here over the week. So we need to break that down when we come back. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die, ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Back now on Locked On Yankees, our final segment of the day. And uh, actually not talking about the Yankees. Stacy, the Yankees signed Greg Allen. He's back, baby. Revenge tour 2024. Greg Allen signs a minor league deal, a one-year deal. Does get an invite to spring. I mean, I, I don't see a path for him to the major league roster, no. especially out of spring. If that's the case, there's like two, three injuries and it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. 
Like, I mean, no love lost for Greg Allen. I don't have anything against the guy. It's just it's so far down on the depth chart at this point. I'm I'm genuinely surprised he signed this. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that as well. But again, it's just a move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yankees it's... made it's like, okay, great. At least they did something. We're we're talking about something. The Yankees signed someone. <laughs> it's like a like a postseason pinch runner billy hamilton almost kind of mm. situation like that's what it kind of feels like a little bit yeah. just a little bit i mean he brings a little more to the table like he had a decent on base percentage last year <laughs> he's a fourth outfielder who had to start sometimes didn't play a game for like a month at one point remember yeah. that yeah yeah that's why, again that's why i was kind of surprised i mean he must just really like the yankees right <laughs> this is I mean, maybe he third stint with them yeah yeah i just Good for him. Congrats on signing the deal. Uh, there's some decent incentives. He can make over a million dollars if he ends up getting uh, to the big leagues, which nice. is a pretty nice incentive. It's obviously <laughs> better than league minimum. It's like a couple hundred K more than league minimum. So good for him. Yeah. It's good for him. Uh, <laughs> I don't foresee him being a part of the major league club at any point. Unless there's a lot again, unless unless it's a disaster. But let's not put yeah. that out into the universe. <laughs> when I read the headline when it came across my phone, uh, I thought it said major league deal. I was like, what? <laughs> I was very shocked for about. Oh, uh, speaking of that, I, I know it's not Yankees related, but it's former Yankees related. Can we please talk for a second about Aaron Hicks going to the Angels, please? No, no, veto. <laughs> hey, Matt Gage was claimed. Left-hander Matt Gage was claimed. I'm not talking about that. I'm not diving in on that. <laughs> Uh, Diego Castillo DFA stays. So the Yankees run of claim DFA, claim DFA. It just keeps on trucking, <laughs> keeps on tr man. I was going to say trucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the way this works, Diego Castillo has, a, a the Yankees have a week to trade him, um, or try and get him through waivers, which they are currently in the process of doing right now. Hmm. He still has an option. Hmm. So that makes things easier to keep him around if he does pass through. Obviously, he's bounced around like crazy here recently. And just another one of those guys. The Yankees have been really bulking up as far as, um, you know, depth is concerned. Like it, these are the types of small moves that go under the radar that are the third segment of a Wednesday show on a daily podcast. But these are the types of moves within reason that make your club better that yeah. make your club deeper that give you insurance down the line and like when it comes to matt gage i think there's a little more like down the line you're looking at here or yeah. or reading the tea leaves a little bit more this is a lefty does this mean they're out on wandy mm. maybe maybe like I, I i i don't know Matt Gage has had some good little runs here recently. He used to be a starter. He's now a reliever. He, over the last two years, he hasn't even thrown 20 innings in the bigs. Uh, he's mostly been down in AAA. But, like, this is an option. This is a lefty option. The Yankees now have three 40-man left-handed options with Crook and Ramirez. So I don't know if the Wandy reunion is happening anymore. Right. This could be. Bye, Wandy. But I really thought that they were going to bring him back because I felt like, you know, no one else was really going after him. And, um, you know, everyone loves him and he did a solid job for them. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, he was really good. He's yeah. still one of like the better setup, like if not the best setup man on the market right now. 
Yeah. So I'm kind of surprised that he's still out there and that the Yankees didn't just be like, all right, come back. <laughs> yeah. I was chatting with Debbie, uh, locked on Yankees insider link in the episode description, 14 day for trial. Uh, and we kind of like, we're kind of hashing this out when this happened and it kind of came to the consensus consensus that like, I like Wandy and everybody likes Wandy, but he's not irreplaceable. No. No. Right. It's not like he's like, oh my gosh, now what? No Wandy season's over. The bullpen shatters. It's just, just everybody seems to like him and he does a good job. But I have so much faith in Matt Blake that he's going to get the most out of the relievers the Yankees had. Like they did that all last season. Yeah. I feel that way too. I just feel like the sentimental thing, just because, you know, you hear the stories about how much his teammates love him, Wandy, <laughs> and how funny he is and how much they want him to come back. But hey, I also feel the same way. I feel like the Yankees are bringing guys like Gage in because they know that someone like Matt Blake can work with him. I agree. Uh, let us know how you're feeling about it in the comments section down below, of course, as well. Uh, give us your baseball confessions. Very curious to see some of those. Um, and if you have any more of these uh, these rule changes, maybe we'll do a part two. Maybe we'll do a part two here uh, soon or something. I don't know. Entertain the idea. I had fun with it. It was cool today to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, just a little change of pace, you know? A little change of pace. We still I really, got like, that. I really like that two lineup thing. I know it's not feasible, but I do. <laughs> I, really, I want the, the extra ump. Give me the extra yeah. ump. I really yeah. like that one, dude. <laughs> Pen a letter real quick. Mr. Manfred. The honorable Mr. and there are um there are available umpires in different levels i mean my brother's an ump i mean if he can like rise up a little it's not that it rank. wouldn't be that hard oh, yeah it's not it's not a tough one it's yeah. it's a pretty you call one thing and mm -hmm. you probably won't even do anything that day yeah because it is fun watching baseball with a person who works as an umpire because oof, now that he is an umpire my brother goes nuts with some of the stuff the umpires do <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again let us know all that stuff in the comment section of course uh, fan mail friday is coming up on friday as well so reply to that pinned comment down below that's in two days and then next week we're back to five days a week so lots going on here we're gearing up baseball season right around the corner and of course that's going to do it for today's lockdown yankees i'm steve Grimm. And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We will see you on Friday.